0: Welcome to the show today, guys. We have an incredible guest on the show today named Harrison Tinsley. You may have heard about his fight for his three-year-old son in a very tragic story. Unfortunately, the uh, Harrison's um, ex-girlfriend is attempting to uh, trans or non-binary raise his son And he has been denied custody, and he is in a uh, legal—we will call this a spiritual fight as well—for his um, role as a father to protect his son in the wicked state of California that is not allowing— him to be the parent that he is to his child against these demonic forces that are always seeking to rip apart the family, to confuse children, to pit families against one another. And this is just the beginning of what will continue to happen in America until godly, righteous, patriot, American-loving Christians stand up against this wicked agenda targeting our children. Buckle up, you're in for a treat. I'm Seth Gruber, and this is Unaborted. (laughs) Harrison, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you so much, man. Good to be here. Yeah, thank you for your time, man. So, hey, uh your your story's been been kind of just echoing across this country and we're just so grateful for your courage. Um this is this is hard stuff. Um this is not fun. You did not ask for this. Nobody would want this fight that you're in. Um, And yet not enough parents are standing up against what's happening in California, across the country, to our children with gender ideology, gender delusion, uh, what's happening in the schools. And so I I just want you to tell your story, brother. For those who haven't heard it, um, this is a a pro-life podcast, but we talk about the culture war at large because so many of these issues, they kind of intersect. They actually have a lot in common, and it's interesting that it's always the same wicked politicians and ideologues behind all of these various issues. And so it's important for people to understand that like, this is getting normalized really fast. And so I want you to kind of just start telling your story from the beginning as if no one's ever heard it before, um, because I think we really need to be blowing the trumpet, warning people. And that's why you're speaking, brother.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Courage is the most important virtue. It's definitely what society has been lacking and what we need more of, uh, especially with strong men. I do see a lot of moms starting to stand up. I'm thankful for that. But my story starts starts mm. uh, four years ago-ish. I was in the Bay Area. I met a girl at karaoke. I sang her a song. We ended up dating and falling in love. And mm. unfortunately, we never agreed politically. And I always thought that, that was something that should be okay. We just agreed to disagree on some things. But I think the country has just become so polarized. Wow. That's not possible anymore. Um, but our, shortly into our relationship, she ended up getting pregnant. And... Thankfully, I know you said you're a pro-life podcast. Thankfully, we were both very happy about that. And I'm so, yeah, so grateful for that. And what ended up happening is his mom ended up, she has some pretty severe mental illness problems, at least to the best of my knowledge. And she just became very hostile towards me. I was getting threatened daily that I wouldn't see my son if I wasn't exactly who she wanted me to be, didn't believe exactly what she wanted me to believe especially politically. And it got to a point where she broke up with me and sent me a cease and desist letter uh, from her attorney. Was she still pregnant at this point? Oh yeah. So this is like halfway into her pregnancy, like four or five months. And then I was cut off from there. And I, um, I didn't know when my son was born. I found out about a week after from just social media, someone showed me one of her friends and figured out what I was going to do. So two months after I found out he was born, I filed in court in San Francisco family court and it took 13 more months for me just to meet him. So I finally met oh my, my son when he was 15 months old, which was a travesty. It was too long, but those, those months yeah. made me stronger, better man to be wow. a better dad for him. Wow. Um, is the Mr. Brightside look on it. And yep.
0: so you are not allowed to see your son to go to the hospital, on the day of birth to have any interaction with your son who I understand Mm -hmm. you guys weren't married, but it's not like, (laughs) I mean, this was consensual sex. I mean, like, you know, this is your child. All right. It takes two to tango. And you, you were not allowed to have any contact or relationship.
1: Yeah. Not until he was 15 months old. That's how long it took.
0: How, 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 what was the argument of your ex-girlfriend in the court as to why you had to cease and desist as the father?
1: Uh, there wasn't a very strong argument for that particular <laughs> thing. But essentially, they just they made me get a DNA test. And then they made me uh, they went off on COVID. It was during when COVID first started. And they definitely used that to their advantage. I think that's part of the reason it took so long, which is unfortunate. Wow. And just some lies about me and nothing too crazy. But I guess in, in family court, it's not like criminal court and you know, constitutionally protected court that everybody thinks of like you're. There's no innocent until proven guilty. It's basically guilty until proven innocent in family court. Wow. So you yeah. you
0: meet your son at fifteen months old. What happens from there?
1: Well, I mean, you know, you look him in the eyes, and your whole life changes. It's like time right. stands still, and you're just like this moment in history that you'll never forget. Feeling, you yeah. know, that feeling of. Meeting your kid for the first time is just magical and incredible. Uh, from there I started visits, which the first ones had to be supervised, not professionally, just by like her dad or friend. Um wow. it does for my first eight visits, which they made it very uncomfortable. You know, there's someone watching you and <laughs> writing down a bunch as of stuff, everything you do. As if you're a and, danger. <laughs> correct. Yeah. It was it was honestly horrifying. I mean, I always had my mom or sister come with me or both uh, just so that they couldn't make up lies about me. And I mean, wow, you could yeah. ask them, but you know how much it upset them emotionally. It was just beyond words uh, to be treated like <laughs> that by these people when I'm just trying to yep. see my son and their grandson, nephew. Um, But I fought through it, tried my best to just enjoy my time with them, And then I started getting regular visits, unsupervised. And I moved to the Bay Area because I was living in Tahoe and I was basically awarded half custody right away when I moved to the Bay Area. Okay. And so from there... what happened from there? Yeah, so from half custody is right around the time that i become aware, at least, that his mom starts trying to say he's non-binary and saying all these weird things, calling him they, putting him in girls' clothing. Um, You know, he tells me stories like, Oh, we went to Disneyland and I couldn't go on the rides unless I wore my princess shoes. didn't want to wear princess shoes. I wanted to wear boy shoes. And just a lot of horrifying stories that broke my heart. So I, well, it was also, his mother was arrested for child endangerment and placed on a 5150 while he was with her. (coughs) And then there's the non-binary stuff. Uh, There was, I, I ended up getting granted a restraining order because she had been defaming me so heinously and so inaccurately for so long and harassing me constantly and the restraining order was also violated and i brought all this to court i was granted a trial ended up having a five-day trial is originally going to be four uh, which is a very long time to be granted um, most people are given like 20 30 minutes and their whole custody is decided so then wow. we have this trial all these witnesses all this evidence it's over 850 pages i felt extremely confident and it just seemed like it, it didn't matter, I guess, what evidence or what we showed, because two months later, the court gave me a decision and they decided that they were keeping custody the same, that they wouldn't rule on gender and that my son would continue to see the doctor that the mom preferred, who was a doctor that was in the trial even saying that it's okay to treat kids as non-binary and expose some, some of the mother's defamatory statements against me. As an example you brought up like the day he was born i wasn't allowed there well she actually told this doctor while my son was being born that she had a restraining order against me which wasn't true that came out on cross-examination which was pretty interesting oh. but again the court didn't care about that even though i was actively had a restraining order on her and i have one right now um but yeah it just so i felt that the court wasn't going to listen or just didn't care or just wasn't going to protect my son so i was going to have to try something new other other than this, you know, keeping my head down and fighting in court and doing the right thing or, or whatever you'd want to call that, uh, trusting um, the legal system, I suppose. And so I reached out to some journalists and daily wire broke my story and Matt Walsh, and I'm super thankful to them. And yeah. since then, I mean, I've just been on like this roller coaster. I mean, my life's just enriched. I've met the most incredible people. I feel like I have such a solid purpose of fighting for children and for parents' wow. rights. And just to be a part of this movement that I really think is starting to grow. And I think a lot of people are waking up and they, they don't want these harmful right. trans ideologies pushed on kids. Everybody knows right. it's wrong. I mean, I go to the Capitol in California and there'll be like people standing next to me like Aaron Friday. And they'll be like, I'm a left wing Democrat. I have been my whole life. But this is insanity and we can't do this anymore. And I think That's the right. time in history is right now that we That's put right. an end to this. Wow.
0: That's right, bro. So, does the, did the court maintain the 50-50 custody?
1: Yeah, I should have specified so that. That's... So custody just stayed the same 50-50 and I'm appealing that trial's decision right now.
0: Wow. So, <clears throat> let's get this straight. Your ex-girlfriend was already arrested for child endangerment. She has a history of mental health issues. Um, she's forcing your son to wear dresses um and you don't get to pick the child's doctor and the court still says
1: that you should not have full custody <laughs> that's correct and there's also a bunch more little things in there um you know things my son claims and different things that have happened but yeah that that's accurate and just to be clear though on those charges it is San Francisco and she was let off the charges However, I knew that family court's burden of proof is lower than criminal court. And yeah. so, you know, I had all the body camera footage from the police officers and the nine one one call, et cetera, all these things. So I thought that it was enough to at least mean something. But I think since they let her off on the charges, the DA didn't prosecute. And then also CPS decided that their uh, you know, their investigation, the allegations were unfounded, something close to those words. Um I think the family court couldn't rule because of those two things. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, but if you saw you're... the body camera footage and, and heard all the stuff and saw the evidence, I mean, you'd any parent would be out of their mind worried. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure that's
0: <laughs> that's yeah. hard enough to talk about. So how is the fight going now? Um, how's How's things going with your son? I mean, have things calmed down at all? Or is your ex-girlfriend still pushing every weird gender delusion
1: onto your son? So somehow he's doing amazing. You know, he's a happy kid. He fully knows he's a boy. He'll express that if you ask him. If you say anything else, he'll yell and scream at you. You know, I'm not a girl. I'm a boy. He's not about it at all. And I'm really thankful that he has that rebellious spirit in him. And, you know, his mom seems to keep calling him they... And, you know, recently oh me and my attorney requested that she she would treat him as a boy. And. They her and her attorney didn't like us requesting that it was it was part of a debate between the attorneys over a preschool thing that we were arguing about. But. Um, I can tell you yesterday. Wow. Uh, she was sending me messages on the family court app where she's allowed to communicate with me. And she did call him a he, I don't know if that was a 40 and slip or what it was, but I found it interesting. That was just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, as, as far as I can tell, for the most part, she's still going with a, I haven't heard or seen, you know, dresses or anything too crazy as of lately, but it could be hidden from me. Although I can tell you, usually my son would tell me those sorts of things, but you know, there's no way to know for sure. I'm not there. Um, you know, yeah. So I just yeah. do my best when I have him half the time to tell him truth, teach him good values, lessons, and just love him, you know? Amen.
0: We'd like to thank our sponsor, Every Life, Every Life Diaper Company, the only pro-life diaper company in America. I mean, this is so. This is just like, the reason that they have to be a sponsor of the show is is unreal. Like, we're partnering with them because <laughs> all eight of the major American diaper companies, rhetorically support or financially support the abortion industry. So the baby industry that, that profits off of selling things for babies, it supports or funds the killing of babies, which means that there's less babies, which means that they don't make as much money. Yeah. Try to explain that. Okay. Nothing explains that except the woke mind virus. Okay. That, that is a result of this culture of death and you can't defeat the culture of death by funding a culture of death. This is how we win and fight back, by creating an alternative economy to fund the kind of culture we want to build. Okay, so listen, if you've got kids, I've got three, all right? We got lots of poop around the house, right? We got to have diapers. If you need to have diapers anyways, go to everylife.com, promo code Seth10, 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 okay? And and if you sign up for the, uh, the, the membership, uh, then you actually save a little bit more money. Promo code Seth10. Um, get your diapers. From every life. Let's bankrupt every pro abortion diaper company because conservative pro life Christians have the most kids, anyways. So it's actually the pro life Christians who are funding the pro abortion diaper companies. We got to stop this. Thank you to our sponsor, Every Life. Go to everylife.com, promo code Seth10Seth10 Seth10, to get 10% off your first order. This conversation, Harrison, is, is particularly uh, poignant and relevant because. Very recently, as you're well aware, because you've been fighting this stuff. You've been going around the country speaking at these rallies and um, the state of California um, was pushing uh, AB 957. Um, and in a shocking move, um, Gavin Newsom actually vetoed the bill, um, which many people think is actually evidence that he's running for president. Um, We'll see <laughs> or that he's afraid he would actually tick off his Democrat voters because the bill was too, too radical. But just to like put this in context for those listening, uh, there was a bill that had made it through the California Senate and made it to the governor's desk that would allow the state to essentially take your child, uh, deny you custody rights if you refuse to use your child's. Preferred pronouns or did not support, you know, chemical intervention um, and the entire transgender delusion. And if you opposed that and refused to cater to your child's gender confusion. You you could essentially lose your custody rights, basically. And if a mental health expert, quote unquote, deemed that you were harming your child's mental health by refusing to go along with delusion, you could lose your your custody rights. Um, I, I think that Newsom probably understood that that he would probably lose a ton of political capital with his Democrat voters <laughs> if he passed that. But like the point is, yeah. is that like there are politicians, elected politicians in the Democrat Party in California. That made that go all the way through the House and the Senate, all the way to the governor's desk. So essentially, your battle would be over at the state level; you'd be
1: done. You wouldn't be able to see well, your kid. I mean, it's just it was it was crazy, man. I mean, I could tell you this: it, first of all, it's a miracle that Newsom vetoed it, regardless of the reason. I'm super thankful. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, anyway. I
1: went. That was the main bill I was fighting. All the times I went to the capitol and spoke to all the senators and assembly right. members including the one who wrote the bill. And what was interesting is I was going to try to be the first person to win custody because of it, because as I told you earlier, Sawyer, my son says that he's a boy adamantly. So when I spoke to the senators and the assembly member Wilson that wrote the bill, they were all under the impression. And, and maybe this was their wishful thinking, or they just knew they were being recorded. I mean, I'm not entirely sure, but it seems sincere. Yeah. Honestly, they genuinely thought that, this bill would give me custody because I would, I agree with my son that he's a boy and his mom by saying, he's non-binary with no backup from, you know, the kid actually saying that or agreeing with that in any way, shape or form. She was denying his gender identity expression expression. That's right. (laughs) So I was going to try to get custody because of it, but I'm, it's a rare case. Thousands of families would have been torn apart and I'm not actually sure they would have given it to me, but it was interesting. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Wow, you're totally right.
0: <laughs> because If we're supposed to respect the children's, minors' gender identity, which is an insane statement to even have to talk about, then yeah. based off of that premise, you should be granted full custody immediately. Yep. Um, and, and I just, it is just a a bonkers world to live in that we're even having this conversation that you even have to fight this stuff um, and that you only get to see your kid half the time when the only danger to your child, if I may speak so freely, is coming from the mom,
1: not you. I mean, that is just wild. (laughs) It it is wild, man. I mean, it's so crazy, too, because even all these these people that support that bill would never in any other circumstance affirm their kid's delusions. Like, they wouldn't take their kid if they say they're Spider-Man up on a building and say, okay, let's see you swing. You know, they wouldn't... They said they're a pirate. They wouldn't chop off their leg and poke their eye out. (laughs) But for some reason, if they say that they're the opposite gender, they're literally... Fully prepared to just change their name, give them surgery, hormone blockers. I mean, it's literally an insanity, and we need to stop it. It's it's evil. It's wrong. Yep, I yep, get that's it. That's right.
0: Yep, amen. Have you have you been able to uh, um, influence or wake up anyone on the left who supports this stuff, um, or been able to shift um, the thinking of people who think that? AB 957 is a great idea who have watched your fight and kind of seen the evil that's actually being perpetrated on kids and the
1: family. I think I've at least definitely made some of the people that work in the Senate and house people, um, at least think differently. Perhaps I've done, I don't know if I changed their minds. I'd say I clearly didn't since they would still vote yes on it. Uh, but normal people, normal California Democrats or whatever, moderate people. Yeah, definitely. They're, I've woken some up through conversation and people are starting to realize that this is all going too far and it's harming children. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Unreal. What we talk a lot about on, on this show, Harrison,
0: is um, <clears throat> that a lot of the evil we are experiencing in America right now um, is due to our tolerance of evil for so long. And the, the case in point of that is actually abortion, uh, we've been killing babies in the womb for uh, 50 year, over 50 years in America, and we call it health care, and people think it's a woman's right, and they don't speak out against it. Interestingly, Harrison, what do the same people call the um, genital mutilation or cross-sex hormones, puberty blockers used for children? They call it health care. Um, in each circumstance, these injustices and evils that either kill children or destroy children are both called healthcare. And today, Planned Parenthood is the largest provider of cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers. And in 2023, this year, Planned Parenthood, right now, is making more money off of cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers than off of surgical abortions. They're now profiting more off of gender delusions, Harrison, than off of killing children in the womb. Um, And so we talk about this a lot on the show because all of the same people are behind this. For whatever reason, these issues, baby killing, transing the kids, sexualizing children, they seem to function as part of the same pagan religion for those who are actually pushing this stuff forward. And so we shouldn't be surprised that those who kill children uh, will target children, will sexualize children, will corrupt children because they've been profiting off of the the destruction of children for over 50 years. And so we're just so grateful to have men like you in this fight now because things are getting real. And when these kind of ideologies begin to actually tear your family apart – And other people's family apart in California and across the country. That's when people start waking up when the injustices comes to knock at their door. And then they start realizing, wow, this didn't happen suddenly. This was happening gradually for a long, long time. And what it's going to take is not just politicians with a spine. Yes, it's going to take normal men and women who have had enough and we'll start speaking out with a freaking bullhorn, with a megaphone, like you're doing. And so we're just so proud of you, Harrison. And what would you say to, to to families, to parents who are not engaged in this fight? Like, where does this go if people
1: don't heed your warning and continue to be silent? Well, thank you for saying all that. I mean, first of all, what you're saying with the health care—it's this Orwellian double speak and little one-liners <laughs> they use right. to get get people's, you know, emotions flared up so that they don't think rationally about things. And right. you no, know, look, transing the kids abortion, I think they're two of the greatest evils we've ever perpetuated as a society. And history is going to look back on us, you know, with dark eyes for those things. And mm-hmm. I'm definitely proud to be part of the resistance against those things. And so right. everybody at home, you know, it, the time is right now, this is the moment in history. This is the time in the movie and the story you know, where the heroes say no more, That's right. we're not going to put up with this. You're not harming children anymore. The time to be brave is right now. Otherwise history will look back upon you as a coward. Is that how you That's want right. your grandchildren to remember you? Or do you want to be remembered as someone who stood up for the right thing? Everyone's searching That's for right. purpose and meaning in, your, in their lives. This is a great thing as an adult, as mm-hmm. a parent, as a good member of society. This is, a, this is purpose to fight for children and fight for truth and to stop That's evil. Right. And you know we have That's a right. chance right now. this is the time. Have courage, no more yeah. harming children.
0: That's right. amen, bro. well said. hey, how uh what's the update on your <clears throat> your court what are uh, your case? What are you at liberty to update us on uh and then and then yeah. af-
1: and beyond that, how can people support you now in this fight? So my appeal is starting right now. It's gotten delayed a couple times, but it's about to start the intro brief. And I'm excited to see where that takes us. Uh, there's also, wow. there's the, as I mentioned earlier, there's a court date over preschool, and there's a criminal court date regarding the mom. And so there's some things happening, and I feel very optimistic about the future, despite of, you know, any, any of the past. I feel good about what's happening. And wow. as far as my fight goes, I'm Paris and Tinsley on all social media. I have a give, send, go for attorney's fees to support me Good. and my son. It's give, send, go saving Sawyer. And I'm awesome. really Save appreciate everybody. Give, send, go saving Sawyer. Okay. Awesome, and I'm so man. thankful to everybody that supported me. Even if it's just a message or a prayer, it means the world. I read them all. And I'm just so thankful to be a part of this movement. I've met the most incredible people. I'm not going to stop speaking up no matter what. I'm going to fight with every bit of my being to protect my son and to protect all kids, because I think this is the biggest fight in America, if not the world right now, is to stop gender ideology being pushed upon children. Yep, that's right. Amen, Harrison. Brother, thank you for, for your courage.
0: Thank you for your fight. Thank you for being faithful. We are praying for you. Thousands of people around America are praying for you. We will post your give, send, go. We encourage you guys, if you're listening to this, send some funds over to Harrison in this fight. Um, the, the, it's sick, but these things get expensive. And, uh, and, and we need you to win. Um, the family needs you to win in America. America needs you to win. And our prayer is that you continue to wake up all of the sleeping sheep um, in this country um, who continue to enjoy Netflix and chill uh, and their comfortable cush lifestyle while while you're fighting literally for the for the life, the sanity, the well-being of your son. And uh, you guys, you need to get behind Harrison uh, and because the dam is starting to break open. Um and this fight will only get more intense until good people wake up. So Harrison, stand fast brother. We're grateful for you and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning into the show today. Uh, Head on over to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Give the show a rating and review. Go subscribe at Rumble, okay? Seth Gruber at Rumble because we almost got (laughs) digitally assassinated by YouTube with too many strikes. Head on over to Rumble. Give the show a rating and review on iTunes. Click five stars. It helps more people watch the show. Go to the show notes right now and go to Harrison's Give, Send, Go. If you can, send him a few bucks. Send him several hundred bucks. Send him whatever you can to help him with his attorney fees to fight for his precious son, Sawyer. What an awesome— some little firecracker he is to be fighting with his dad against these demonic, um, sick ideologies that have always tried to corrupt and ruin children. Y'all, that's nothing new. That's very old. Um, this is actually the same fight we've been in for centuries in the world. Uh, it's just being brought back in the name of progress under euphemisms and doublespeak that make it sound like uh healthcare and, um, uh, you know, the, the, uh, psychologically emotionally healthy state of children, all of this is is sick. Um, And it will come for your children, and it is in the schools, and it only will get worse until we get behind people like Harrison and begin to speak out. So go to his Give, Send, Go. Support him if you want to become a member of the White Rose Resistance, where we fight a lot of this stuff. Go to thewhiterose.life, thewhiterose.life. If you become an ally at $35 a month, you get a free shirt and you get our digital resistance community, where we have courses, curriculum, training, live calls with people like Eric Metaxas and others to mobilize you to go be the resistance against the culture of death. If you join at $70 a month, you join our Culture War Book Club, which we're launching at the end of November, I believe, Culture War Book Club, where we go through a book a month with me and we discuss it live on Zoom to get you to be equipped to understand the times we live in, understand the ideologies that have architected this culture of death so you can stand against that culture and for a culture of life before it's too late. Head on over to the thewhiterose.life. We appreciate you guys. Until next time, I'm Seth Gruber, and this is Unaborted <laughs>